try to get the organizer on the show tonight. Did not fit into her schedule. Um, but one of you reached out to me and he said, hey, Chris, you, you know, I'm concerned about the safety of my kids, my grandkids. And I know that right now or just a bit ago, our leaders were meeting with the organizers of Friday's protest to lay out the parameters, if you will. Uh, and I want to show you a video of a person that was arrested on Saturday. This is very important, what I'm going to show you. I want you to watch very closely and listen very closely to this video. It's very fast, a few seconds, okay? I can only play this much because of some language, okay? But no one else has showed you this video. Thanks to Nate, we got this. I'll explain what you're seeing in a moment, but watch closely. This is very important. All right, again, it was fast. I don't know if you got it, but here's what's going on. That person's from Fresno, California. They were arrested Saturday, and just so you know, when they were arrested, according to the police report, and I haven't seen this information reported anywhere else, that person was carrying a Glock 26, two magazines, 22 rounds of 9-millimeter ammo. I'm only sharing that with you so that you're aware, right? You're aware of what's going on. And again, because no one else has been telling you about some of the story that took place on Saturday, and I think it's very important information that you know about what you just saw there. Now on Saturday, the Justice for George protest, Fargo City Commissioner John Strand stood up at Island Park, uh, said something I want to share with you in here. Again, listen closely. The audio is not the best. It's from a Facebook live feed. But I want you to listen to what he's suggesting in this clip. So you've got a Fargo City Commissioner calling for a revolution. Let that sink in. I reached out to Commissioner Strand today. I wanted to have him on the show tonight. He was not available to do so, so I asked him to clarify what he meant by a revolution. And he said, Chris, it's a human rights revolution so that everyone can be equal under the law. Here's the thing, folks. Obviously, I've been having a lot of conversations as of late, and I want to share this with you because some of the conversations I've had with people, I can tell the news that they're watching. Okay, like many of us out there, they're angry. For me, I've got a tremendous amount of sadness in my heart. I, I mean, on Sunday, I remember wanting to literally weep for our country several times. But I want you to be aware of what I'm hearing from a lot of people and to kind of do a reality hack on you, okay? Now, the Justice for George Floyd situation, that is about race. That's about what's happening in some, in some, I stress the some thing, with some police officers, okay? I want to be clear on that. We all want justice for George Floyd. Now, the riot, the looting, the violence, that is not about race. Please hear me tonight. This is not about race. The rioting, the looting, the violence, burning down a precinct is not about race. It is about transforming the United States of America. This is about capitalism versus Antifa, which has now been deemed a domestic terrorist group, according to President Donald Trump and Attorney General Bill Barr. But I want to share with you a perfect, a perfect example of what demonstrates what I'm sharing with you tonight. And this is, again, from Saturday. Protesters in Fargo, right? Everyone was like, hey, this is going to be all peaceful. No worries. Again, this is thanks to our friend Nate. But this is what somebody said on Saturday. Listen closely. There's several people listen to where they're from. 
But the very end of this clip, we'll share with you, this is not, again, the looting, George Floyd, yes, about race, the looting, the rioting, the violence, not about race. Here's what it's really about. Trump. I'm from Minneapolis. How about you? I'm from Chicago. Okay. You guys? Columbia. Okay. Fargo. How about you? Fargo. Why are you guys here? Because I'm sick of the police brutality and their overpowered assertiveness. They act like they're better than everyone and they can do break the laws just for their own good. Is there anything you guys want to say besides that? Abolish the police. Incredible work there by our friend Nate. So thank you for that video, Nate. But but folks, that that's it. The end right there. The Antifa. That abolish the police. Remember, Representative Elon Omar and you know the the four there that said, hey, we need to abolish, you may remember this, we need to abolish ICE. They want anarchy. They don't, they don't want any law enforcement, folks. This is an insurrection against law and order in this country. That's what this is about. More on that in a moment and why it's so important right now that you better have the back of the blue more than ever, ever in your life. I'm going to explain why here in a moment. I want to play one more clip of Fargo City Commissioner John Strand. Again, he was there on Saturday at the uh, protest at Island Park. Um, I've got a statement about this, but I had people reaching out to me about what he said here. Listen closely, and I'll share John Strand's statement with you after you listen to this clip. Admitting we have a problem is a good first step. Good morning, America. I am a racist, and I need help. So a city commissioner stands up in front of, I don't know, 3,000 people and says, good morning, America. I'm a R word. I need help and gets rousing cheers. Uh, love to know your thoughts on that. I reached out to Commissioner Strand about that comment. Uh, here's what he sent to me for a statement. He said, Chris, I attempted to say we as a country have a problem with racism and much like AA groups, the first thing to do is admit we have a problem. This quote does not capture the full context of that message. So please share your thoughts to me on that. Now, I said at the top of the show, President Barack Obama addressed the nation earlier today about the killing of George Floyd, talked about police reform, and much, much more. I want to share with you some of what he said, but then after this, we're going to talk about what he didn't say today. Most of the reforms that are needed to prevent the type of violence and injustices that we've seen take place at the local level. Now, reform has to take place in more than 19,000 American municipalities, more than 18,000 local enforcement jurisdictions. And so as activists and everyday citizens raise their voices, we need to be clear about where change is gonna happen and how we can bring about that change. It is mayors and county executives that appoint most police chiefs and negotiate collective bargaining agreements with police unions. And that determines police practices in local communities. It's district attorneys and state's attorneys that decide typically whether or not to investigate and ultimately charge those involved in police misconduct. And those are all elected positions. And in some places they're 
police uh, community review boards with the power to monitor police conduct. Those oftentimes may be elected as well. Now, good stuff there. We all, again, we all want justice for George Floyd, right? In fact, today, Minnesota AG Keith Ellison said, look, we all know to convict a police officer can, can be very, very challenging at times. So if there's things that we can do that are going to increase equal equality under the law for everybody and there's justice for George Floyd and we can eliminate uh, death in any way, shape or form, that is great news. But notice what I just said there. So we can eliminate death, <clears throat> excuse me, in any way, shape or form. Okay. You just had a former president of the United States of America, folks, sit there in an opening statement. I had to watch it twice because I, I wanted to come on the air tonight and give you accurate information to make sure that I did not misspeak about what I'm going to share with you in a moment. But I had to watch this twice. It was probably a 10 to 12 minute opening statement. A former president of the United States, when you've got minority communities with precincts, police precincts being burned to the ground, people losing jobs, people being looted, and he doesn't say anything does not say one single word to condemn the violence, the rioting, things getting burned down in minority neighborhoods. I, I was stunned. The first black president of the United States of America. We see what's happening in these minority communities. At least condemn it to rebuild these communities. Some of these people, you've seen the videos, the guy in Minneapolis weeping weeping because he's like, guys, all of my life was put into this business. I put everything aside to do this, and now I got nothing because some yahoos want to come in here and burn it down. And look, don't take my word on this, okay, what it means to minority communities, all right? Here's an African-American woman, part owner of a business, works at the business. Please listen closely to what she has to say. You said black lives matter. I worked here part-time, plus I'm a part owner of this store. You said Black Lives Matter. Why don't you choke me? I'm black. Tell Look what you did to my store. Tell them, sister. Look! Look what you did to my store. Tell them, sister. That's like, I got they back. These are my dudes right here. Good men. Look at the things you've done. Good men. Look! For Black Lives Matter. We've been here all night cleaning up. All night cleaning. Because you got black people Man. standing right here with them. Black Tell people. me That's right. black lives matter. Exactly. You lied. You wanted to loot the store. You needed money. Get a job like I do. Stop stealing. This is the neighborhood. We trying to build it up and you tearing it down. Love her. Get a job like I do. I mean, I just, but at the same point in time, my heart breaks. You see what happened to George Floyd. My heart breaks for George Floyd and his family. You see what's going on in these minority communities. And that woman has worked her whole life to build that business and gets destroyed because some yahoos want to go in there. They're not doing justice for George Floyd. You know that and I know that. And that's what I'm saying, folks. This isn't about race for the rioters and the looters. It is about transforming. It is about ruining law and order in this nation. And I had somebody today, an African-American man, send me this. I'm going to ask you some questions about it, but President Trump tweeted out earlier today, we can bring this graphic up, please, about police captain David Dorn from St. Louis. He was killed by rioters. You can see what President Trump says here, okay? Here's what I want to know, and this person made a perfect point that sent me this graphic. 
What I want to know, come back to me, Zach. What I want to know is you see the insurrection happening right now, folks. It's everywhere. When are you and I going to go march for the blue? When are we going to go stand up and march for law enforcement? You've got people up getting up every single day, putting their lives on the line clearly. And we can only look to last night with Cody Holty to protect and serve. And right now, folks, it is a war. It is an insurrection war on law enforcement, on law and order in this nation. And I want to know, and I'm including myself here, when are you and I going to stand up and march for law and order and the blue and all of our great law enforcement officers in this nation? Because right now, if you have ever thought about, man, I don't know, you better have blues back right now. You better make a decision and have blues back today because you can see what's happening across our country. Very important. All right, we're going to leave it there tonight. We'd love to know your point of view on the conversation here up to this point. And we come back, some great uh, feedback that's been coming into the show. As you know, it's very easy to share your point of view with us. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.